Welcome to Married to the Road podcast. I'm your host, Angie. And I'm your host, Larry. Each week, you can follow us on the web at MarriedToTheRoad.com, where you'll find our YouTube channel, our podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and much more. Each week, we're going to be bringing you the ins and outs and the highs and lows of trucking. So keep your eyes on the road and your ears on us. Enjoy the show. Hi everyone, this is Angie from MarriedToTheRoad.com and today <clears throat> I'm doing a female version of the podcast because Larry is sleeping so I'm calling this Married to the Road Female Edition. Anyway, today I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, safety for female truck drivers and <clears throat> the reason I'm doing this one is because I had done a YouTube video the other day and I had kind of mentioned that, you know, I'd had some issues here on the road with... Uh, you know, different encounters with men, and I've received a lot of messages in regards to that, and so I thought that I'd talk to uh, a little bit about female safety, but I did want to kind of start out with saying that I had read an article the other day where they were talking about female truck drivers only make up 6% of the trucking workforce, and so when you think about that in reality, out of every 100 male truckers, there's only six women. And that is not a lot. It's definitely a male-dominated field. And I really hope that more females go into the trucking business because I think it's an awesome business. I think the trucking community in general is an amazing brotherhood. Um, For the most part, everybody looks out for each other. Uh, They try to help each other out, especially, you know, if you're having problems or if you're broke down. It's definitely a brotherhood of truckers. And the other thing is, um, they were talking to females, asking them, you know, why they don't want to go into the trucking field. And I get it. A lot of women are home, busy raising families. Um, But then some of the women, you know, their number one concern, of course, was safety because it is such a male-dominated field. And I'm here to tell you, and there's plenty of other trucking women to tell you, you know, there's precautions and measures that you can take to make sure that you're safe out here. Um... And I would also say that I would say 98 to 99% of truck drivers are amazing people, whether it's male or female. There's just that 1% or 2%, you know, that really give uh, a bad name to the community, you know, that cause problems. But not only that, it's not just truckers that you have to worry about. you got to figure when you go to truck stops and rest areas, there's also just regular civilians there, and there's also homeless people. So when you're talking about women who are being attacked or abused or harassed in truck stops and rest areas, it's not just the truckers who are the offenders. So that needs to be really pointed out there and made, and made known. Um, <clears throat> but trucking, the trucking business, to me, has given me a lot of freedom. Um, you know, as I've told a lot of people in the past, um, you know, I really haven't been very many places before I became a trucker. I've been on vacation in Florida, been on vacation in Mexico one time, and then other than just visiting some of the surrounding states around Illinois, I really have not seen the United States. So trucking has definitely opened up a new community to me. Um, I have a lot of friends. I've met a lot of new and unique people along the way. Um, A lot of them I've actually became Facebook friends with, so that's nice. But then you get to see the country. So it, it, and the other thing is with most trucking jobs or or our job in particular, um, yes, we have bosses and we have management that we have to, you know, account to, but you don't have a manager 
calling you 24-7 or breathing down your back. As long as you do the job and you do what you're supposed to and you get your freight um, to where it's supposed to be on time, you're pretty much self-employed, which is nice. You don't have somebody constantly looking over your shoulder and yelling at you and telling you you're not doing stuff right. So I would definitely, definitely recommend trekking um, as an amazing career for women. So I do want to encourage more women to go into trekking. And I do also want to state that if anybody has questions, if they're thinking about possibly getting their CDL license and they're worried about CDL school or <clears throat> they're thinking about becoming, you know, a team driver with their spouse or anything like that, you know, don't hesitate to contact me. You can contact me on Facebook or you can contact me through our webpage, uh, which is marriedtotheroad.com. You can email me directly there. I also want to mention um, that I've got 15 tips that I'm going to be sharing with you today about safety for female truck drivers. Um, you can actually see these. I have written up an article on our blog, uh, marriedtotheroad.com, so you can go to our blog to get all that information. So before I go uh, into the tips and tricks, we're going to take just a quick break here, and then I'll be right back with these great information for you. Hi everyone, this is Angie with MarriedToTheRoad.com and I'm back again to talk to you about female safety in trucking. So, as we were talking just a little bit ago, uh, the reality is this is definitely a male-dominated field. And as female truckers, we have to keep our safety and security <coughs> excuse me, as our number one priority. Over the last two years, I have personally been catcalled, as they call it, and groped while in rest areas. And even one time while I was standing in line at a pilot truck stop. And on one occasion, I even felt like a man was following me through a truck stop parking lot. But probably my worst encounter was I was at a pilot truck stop in West Memphis, Arkansas. And it was pretty early in the morning. And I was getting ready to go to the women's restroom while Larry was outside fueling up the truck. And a man kind of cornered me uh, back by the female restrooms. And he took his arms and put them on each of the walls, like to try to block me in. And it was a very uncomfortable feeling. Uh, the man was much taller than me and much bigger than me. And of course, <clears throat> he was making very lewd sexual comments at me. Um, luckily, I was able to get away by going underneath one of his arms. And I was able to uh, let the staff know who he was, what he looked like, and report him so that he wasn't harassing any other females. But unfortunately, you know, situations like that, you know, that do happen in our industry, and so, as female truckers, we need to be aware of our surroundings and try to keep ourselves as safe as possible. Um, <clears throat> even a good friend of ours who's also a truck driver personally witnessed um, a man run out of a Love's truck stop bathroom uh, with a woman who was screaming inside because he tried to assault her. And needless to say, um, a bunch of truckers, you know, the Brotherhood of Truckers, uh, all came together and they wound up holding the man down until the police got there. So it does happen everywhere. Now I'm not saying that it's only truckers who are doing this or that you need to be concerned with because I would personally say <clears throat> that a good majority of truckers, both men and women, are good, hard, honest working people. But you also have to remember that when you're at truck stops and rest areas, these are often frequented by civilians and homeless people. So it's important just Again, know your surroundings, take certain precautions to try to keep yourself as safe as possible. So, <clears throat> excuse me guys, I'm fighting with a cold this week. 
here are some tips and tricks that I've come across. Now, some of these I found on the internet. Some of them I got from personal experience. And also, some of them I have gotten just from talking with other women in some Facebook groups that I belong in. But I thought they were really good tips, and so I wanted to pass them along. So, <clears throat> number one is do not park in the back of a truck stop parking lot, if possible. Try to get to the truck stop early when it's still light out. Um, this gives you a chance of getting a better parking spot. You want to try to be as close to the truck stop as possible and in a well-lit area. Also, the best thing to do is not walk around your trailer at night because a lot of times when you're walking between your trailers or in the back of your truck, other drivers can't see you. So if something happens to you, they wouldn't be able to offer any assistance. Um, number two if you have any items hanging from your window that's going to identify that you're a female trucker, it's best to take these down before you even get into the truck stop, especially if you're going to be spending the night because if your truck is really decorated and it has lots of girly things, you know, you may be more vulnerable because they're going to think that you're alone in the truck and that you're a female. Uh, number three, when you decide to go to bed at night, Take your seat belts and wrap them around your door handles at both the driver and passenger side doors. <clears throat> you want to wrap them around several times until it's really tight and then seat belt it just like you would like if you were sitting in your seat belt. This is a great way so that if someone tries to open up your doors, even if you have them locked, the seat belt's going to hold your door in place and hopefully give you a few extra minutes to maybe jump up front and pull that air horn or to get on your phone and dial 911. So, Definitely take your seatbelts, wrap them around your door handles as much as possible. Um, <clears throat> number four, when you're walking back to your truck, whether it's in a rest area or a truck stop, and it doesn't matter if it's daytime or nighttime, make sure that you take one key and put it between your fingers so that you're using it as a weapon. That way, should somebody come upon you, whether it's behind you or if you feel threatened, you can use that key as a weapon to try to defend yourself. Because in a lot of states, mace and pepper spray is outlawed, but you can always keep your keys with you to use as a weapon. Um, <clears throat> number five, and this is really important, and I'm very guilty of this one. Um, for the longest time, I used to wear flip-flops. I would go in and out of the truck stops in flip-flops, and that is a big no-no. <laughs> wear shoes that you can run in. In other words, no heels or flip-flops. Um, it's best... You know, I'm not saying you can't wear sandals, but make sure you have sandals that have the straps on them. They're going to strap around your ankles or tennis shoes or boots. You just want to make sure that <clears throat> whatever you're wearing gives you the freedom to run if you need to be. It's better to be safe than to be sorry. And especially having something as silly as shoes that don't fit you well and something that you can't run in hold you down. Uh, number six, if you're going to be running solo and not with a teammate, make sure to leave your front curtains open. This is going to allow you to see your surroundings and see who is around your truck at all times. That way, if somebody is approaching your truck and you feel uncomfortable, you're able to call 911 or blow your air horn to help get you some assistance. Um, <clears throat> number seven, do not give your location when you're talking on your CB radio, especially if you break down. Contact your dispatcher for help or dial 911, but do not give your location on a CB radio or ask for help. Number eight, do your pre-trips in the day of light. If you have to do your pre-trips at night, make sure you pull your truck into a fuel island where it's going to be well lit and full of other drivers. It's always better to be safe than sorry, so do not do your pre-trips in the back of a dark parking lot. 
<clears throat> Number nine, do not sleep with your windows open. Not even a little bit because that's going to give them just that little bit of opportunity that they need to try to gain access inside the cab of your truck. So make sure your doors and windows are completely locked before you go to bed for the night. Uh, number 10, if you are driving over the road and you might be doing the same routes over and over again, it's always great to keep a list somewhere handy of truck stops, restaurants, and rest areas that you feel safe in. Um, that you feel you know are comfortable and that way when you're traveling during those same spots again you'll know where you can stop at and feel comfortable at number 11 um, keep some type of deterrent close to you when you get ready to go to bed at night that way if someone does break into your truck you can use items like hairspray or windex to spray into their face as I stated before, some states do not allow you to have pepper spray or mace to be used as a weapon. Um, also a great weapon to use is a loud air horn in a can. You can buy those pretty much anywhere. Walmart sells those in the sporting goods section. But you can put those next to your bed and use those to hopefully ward off an intruder. <clears throat> um, when walking around in public, this seems pretty obvious, but I see this happen all the time. And it's, it's in my daily life too. But when you're rocking around in public, do not have your face in your phone reading text messages or going onto Facebook. You're going to look distracted and this is always going this is only going to make you a target and make you look very vulnerable. Keep your head up when you're walking in and out. Make eye contact with everyone and know your surroundings and know who's around you. Number 13. And this is one I'm getting ready to look into myself is consider taking a self-defense course. This is going to help to empower you and make you feel better about defending yourself and keeping yourself safe. Number 14, if your trekking carrier allows it, consider adopting a new friend. Um, a dog is a great deterrent for someone looking to harm you. A bad guy is definitely going to think twice if they're going to be confronted by a dog in your window barking at you. You know, um, we have two dogs ourselves. We have Gizmo and we have Bella. And Gizmo, he doesn't hardly bark at anybody, but Bella, she will definitely let us know if anybody's going to be around our truck. So a dog is a good deterrent. And it doesn't have to be a big dog. You can have somebody that's small and yappy, and just that little bit of yappiness hopefully will be a deterrent from him wanting to get into your truck. And number 15, <clears throat> try to only park in truck stops that are open 24-7. That way, if you're going to need any help, there's always going to be staff around there to help assist you. If you're parking at a mom and pop truck stop where the staff leaves at 10 o'clock, that's going to leave you very vulnerable should something happen in the middle of the night and you need help or assistance. So I hope you have enjoyed these safety tips for women on the road. If you have other safety tips that you think would be great for me to add to the blog post or to our website, please feel free to contact us. Again, you can go to our website, marriedtotheroad.com. I do have this post up here with all the tips. And if you have any comments, you can also call into our comments line um, after you listen to our podcast and leave us comments. So I hope everybody has a great week. Stay safe out there and we will talk to you again soon. Bye, everybody.